he literally said that to me. He goes, well, they're going to leave a lot of money on the table. I'm like, what? Like, why? Why is that important? Right? Why are you stuck in that mindset where that is our responsibility is to net our sellers the most amount of money? We need to do whatever our sellers want us to do and execute that at a high level. And it's our responsibility as a high professional realtor to provide solutions. So the question is this, how do most agents find the secrets to succeed in today's competitive real estate market, especially when the top agents are keeping those secrets to themselves? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hi, I'm Aaron Amuchastegui, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Muchastegui with a quick commercial break with one of our newest sponsors. I'm super excited to be partnering with these guys. Does 15 to 20% ROI investing in turnkey rentals sound attractive? Did you know you can use the Burr strategy with new construction that has immediate equity already? You guys have heard me talk about stuff like this. Rent to Retirement offers fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest with confidence out of state. If single family, multifamily, new build, and syndication opportunities across multiple markets that maximize cash flow, appreciation, and equity. Renter Retirement assists investors in learning how to build a comprehensive business plan with the best investment and tax strategies to achieve financial freedom through real estate investing. There's no excuse not to get started in real estate investing when you have the right team and system in place. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com or call one 800 311-6781. That's 800-311-6781 to learn about how you can get started investing in some of the best cash flow markets today. You know, and if you guys want to learn more about Zach, episode 1025, we dig in for a good 45 minute interview where he tells you the secrets to investing in real estate out of state. And him and I shared a lot of ideas about what works and what doesn't. You'll get to hear a lot about his company and his business. You know, if you're an agent from out of state and you've got referrals looking for stuff, they work with other agents on a referral basis. And we've talked so much since COVID hit that everybody needs to have a backup plan, right? Every one of you agents needs to have a backup plan. You should all be investing in real estate. And if you're having trouble finding the time and the team to do it, maybe something like rent to retirement is the solution for you. So thank you for listening. Go check them out. Now back to the rest of our podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Stephanie Heiser. Today, I am living the dream, interviewing Jeremy and Matt from the greater Phoenix area. They are the two most badass dudes you could ever meet, and they're also so super sweet and mushy and cuddly, too, so... (laughs) She's talking about you. She's talking about you. (laughs) I think I'm sweet. You're cuddling. Yeah, it's probably true. Well, hello, hello, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, welcome back to Real Estate Rockstars. You guys are like setting records for being interviewed the most. Love it. Well, we love it. I mean, it's a good time every time we come here. You know, so uh, more times we come back, the better. We'll say yes every single time. So every time, yeah. Sweet. Well, I. I'm because so of you, not so. because of Aaron. Make sure he knows that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. I hope you took note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, also, I just want to make it known that I'm the one who um, wanted you guys to come to the mastermind. Not that Aaron didn't, but because Aaron is like 
a crazy, super like famous, rich, wealthy, busy, busy, busy guy. And I'm just some random agent in central California. I kind of took the helm and he was so sweet and gracious and let me kind of um, pick and choose who would be speaking at the event. And you guys were definitely the first people I thought of. Love and that. Thank you wait. so much. So no pressure. So what like you're Aaron saying didn't is Aaron didn't want us. Now, yeah, now we got to show up. <laughs> now we got to fucking deliver. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Yeah, no, no pressure. pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, Aaron, of course, was super stoked too. We're so happy to have everybody there. And I just wanted to have a very like fun, but very deep event. I want everybody to like learn and grow, but also have fun. So I bet there's a lot of listeners debating if they should go or not. And they're probably like introverted and think, um, yeah, I'm not going there and trying to pretend to be social with all these people. I mean, I think that in the back of my head too. So um, how do you plan to accommodate introverts at the mastermind? (laughs) I mean, I think like one of the, <laughs> we're literally standing next to each other. So it's always like awkward. Who's going like, to go? Look, uh, yeah, who's uh, gonna uh, go? Uh, uh. Uh, like, like for me, and I'm sure Matt will agree, like you really have to invest in a network. Like you have to plug into other shit and really start uh, broadening your scope of who you know and where you know them. And like the minute that we started to actually understand this and we started plugging into other shit is when more opportunities kept flooding to us. Like we're going to fucking uh, St. George, Utah on Saturday to potentially develop land because of a relationship, right? Like, like who, who would have guessed that would have been a thing, but it proposed itself because of people that we know, you know? And so like, it's super important that you do invest and you do spend the money to actually get out in the world and meet other people because it's super, super, super important. Like you don't want to, you don't want to live under a rock. Yeah, can you just do the super, 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 (laughs) super important? You know, I think a lot of people. I'll. I'm going to take this a different way. Yeah, obviously, Jeremy's right. Your network is everything. When we started networking with agents and other people in the industry, our incomes changed, our businesses changed. It's really, it's been a crucial piece of how we've grown so fast in the last four years. But I'll answer it a little bit differently. I I think the challenge, especially you know, maybe if you're just starting or a few years in, or maybe you're not at the production level that you want, or you don't think you're good. I think what happens is we don't think we're big enough to be in the room with players. Like you look at everybody on the stage, they're crushing life. They've done it. Like they're multimillionaires. They're, they're doing things at a high level. And, and you go and you think that you're going to be surrounded by all these other people that are just crushing life and you don't feel worthy to be in that room. But what I would tell everybody is, is, you are absolutely worthy. You're absolutely should be there. And if you're not there, I, I truly believe it's a mistake and that you need to know that you are welcome in every room, in any room at any time. It doesn't matter if it's billionaires, millionaires, or people just starting out is that you have to be in rooms like these so you can get the information you need so you can get to the next level that you're trying to create in your life. You know, it's it's not about comparing yourself to everybody in the room. It's about what can I go? What nugget can I take? What can I implement? What can I, what can I go spend the money, get the information, come back, put it in my business and let that monetize or do something special in in your, in your own life. Um, But I always found it's, you know, especially for me with insecurity, it's, it was, should I be here? And the the answer is always, yes, I should be here. And the more the times I told myself I should be there, uh, the better my life got. I love that. See, I told you you're sweet and wishing cuddly. I am sweet. Cuddly, (laughs) cuddly. He's cuddly. He's the cuddly one. But that's such a good point. And I mean, just 
like I said before we went live, like I can't believe I'm sitting here interviewing you guys because I feel like an absolute nobody. And then I just think like, holy shit, I am the most poor and least experienced agent that will be on stage at the mastermind. But I'm the one coordinating the whole damn thing. And I like my episode was the most downloaded in 2021, even more. Then you're oh, I think she has something to do with that. I mean, to be fair, like yeah. we definitely feel like nobody's too. And yeah. so, like, like when we got an invite, we we're like, "What the fuck, man!" So now we got to go figure out what the hell we're going to yeah. talk about and try to. <laughs> apparently, now more than ever, I have to actually deliver at a high level uh, because we weren't really invited by her. <laughs> really upset. And it, it, no, it's even more. We crazy. really were. Me and Aaron <laughs> worked together. We wanted everyone. But the crazy part, this will be the first time we speak together. We've never done a presentation where it's the two of us. So it's going it's going to be either amazing or a complete train wreck. And we're excited to see which one happens. <laughs> we're really like just go with the flow kind of people, you know. So we're just <laughs> gonna get up on stage and see what happens. And hopefully people uh people think it's good. Yeah. Don't lie to them, we're gonna crush it. <laughs> you are so going to crush it. But I think just being like organic and real is the main thing, no matter what. And I always try to tell new agents and like what I want my message in the world to be is that like life is way easier when you're just being yourself. Like oh, God, yeah. when you're just being natural and normal and not trying to be like, Oh, I am a successful agent and I have oh, to have oh. this facade all the time or I'm on stage and I have to follow word by word. Like, Oh shit. What would I say? What was my next line? But when you just like flow and let it come to you, I think it'll be even better than what you could plan for. Like, I mean, to be super cheesy, I feel like that's life. Like I planned to be a teacher and then a vice principal and then, you know, to be an admin someday. And I just like had 10,000 cash. I was going to buy land, buy and hold. And I ended up just flipping a cabin and then selling like a hundred homes in my first 24 months. And it's been life changing. And none of that was in my plan. And I never had a goal to be interviewed on real estate rock stars, listen to it every single new episode, never missed one. And then I was interviewed and then I never had a plan to like speak on stage anywhere. So it's so sweet when things just happen organically. I think it's so much better than any prescription you try to adhere to. Yeah. I always compare it to the compulsive liar, right? The dude that's lying all the time. And the sooner or later you get up on your own, you get caught up on your own lies. So you can't, you can't, you're living the truth. Your, your lies are your truth, right? If we show up on who we're not sooner or later, it's going to show up that we're not that person. So you might as well just be authentically you and just give the world what you have. Word. So what are you guys going to talk about at the mastermind? Uh, TBD. I mean, I think we're going to be leaning into like the investment space and then potentially like, I don't know, like I see it going either. We talk about fix and flips, wholesaling, things of that nature, how we did it, how we're scaling and maybe like team stuff. Yeah, I think it's going to be a collective. On it'll probably be a story, an evolution story of what we've built together and how we've built it, and it will go into uh, the power of the networking, where we get our leads from. Like our goal is to give a hundred percent of the value, exactly what we've created, and then there'll absolutely be a a section of motivation and inspiration and rah 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 because there's no way that I can't not do that. <laughs> 
<laughs> he will not walk off stage. I will like I will take more time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you I think like it'll be a mix. And it might like like so a lot of times at least when I'm on stage I really feed off the audience a lot. Yeah. You know, and so like like I want their participation because I want to be able to actually answer questions that they have, right? Instead of thinking the agenda is one thing when there's people out there who are like, wait, I want this answered. And so it, we could go totally sidetracked and and just start answering a ton of questions or, you know, like we're just super organic how we do most of our shit. So, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what yeah, happens. That's the beauty of a mastermind is that like we'll all be on stage for a little bit just to kind of give people a taste of like what our message is and what we're about, but we're going to be at the tables just like everybody Mm -hmm. else. And even the newest agent coming in has something to offer and contribute and we'll all be there like learning and growing from Mm -hmm. each other. It's not your typical conference where you're just an anonymous like member in the crowd listening to these people that you would never be able to talk to or approach Mm. and we're all just going to be there together which i think is so dope i mean david osborne is going to be chilling with us like yeah as if we're worthy to hang out with he's probably a billionaire by now if not i know it was going to happen like any day we're not for him (laughs) yeah so I just love that, um, like you said, we're all just regular ass people, like doing the best we can. And I mostly the difference between us and people that aren't successful yet is we just go for it. Like I was asking you guys about if you have your um, flip in LLCs and just trying to pick your brain. And I just... Um, decided to buy two houses like in one week oh yeah oh, yeah. escrow on two houses I'm like not exactly sure how all of this is going to work out and I um started my LLC paperwork and just did it just go do we'll it right see what happens but to other people to hear like wow you're buying two houses at one time and you like live in a house too you must be so rich and like it's other no. people's money. <laughs> yeah. I just um, am figuring it all out as I go along and I'm going to owe my parents like a shit ton of money, but my plan is to just flip and refi and pay them back. Love it. And um, I don't want to pay them back like a percent as you know, you pay back your investors, like the interest rate versus of paying a big bank. My mom's like, no, you're my kid. I'll let you borrow money. Like, no, so, so your so your parents are your are your investors. They you're, are my you're investors. All your money. So good. And they were going to charge me zero percent interest. Yes. Great. <laughs> but like, no, I'm going to make a lot of money on this house. Like, I'm going to pay you like yeah. double the interest rate. And it was sweet because when I was in Austin, uh, scoping out events venues. Then Aaron was kind of explaining to me like um, what percent he pays, what percent is typical. Um, And that just kind of gave me some framework for plowing forward on, I don't know, talking to investors and figuring it out myself. Who usually gives you guys money? Like strangers, friends, where do you get your flipping money? Like like I think we're going to definitely be diving into that like at the actual conference. Like, because what you're doing is what we fucking preach. No, 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 we're going to, but like, we talk about getting private money and that's how you scale your business. That's how you get into it at first. Right. So that's really cool. You're doing it. Cause like, 
That's exactly what we did. We, we created a hit list of people that we thought had money. And then I went and prospected those people. And then we only got the two people on the list and raised a couple million bucks. And that's what it just blossomed into that. Uh, the, the big money partner ended up being a partner in all the businesses. So now he's a partner. So there is no holding costs. But once we started to buy, you know, eight to 10 a month, we ended up having to use some hard money. So we take that 2 million and we kind of break it up. So we're using some hard money from capital fund, but over the last two weeks, so come May 31st, we have raised, um, I think, I think we're going to have access to about 7 million. That will be all private. So we'll no longer be using hard money at that point. We'll be using uh, private money to, to do hundred percent. So we'll do hundred percent financing with our private money. Um, but it all come from just networking and hitting people up. And the funny thing is if they would have known that we would have never flipped a fucking house before, like, I don't know if I'd have got the money, but I just sold the vision on what we were going to accomplish and it, the, everybody was bought in. So it was, it was super cool. So it just comes down to the right people. The partner is the one that went and raised the money. So Kyle is our third partner uh, and he's the one. So his job is, is to, to be the CFO of the organization. So about, I don't know, two months ago, I said, hey, listen, dude, I want to get away from using hard money. I need you to go raise capital. And within 60 days, he's been able to raise 7 million bucks. So that's you know. so amazing. So yeah, your network is your net worth for sure. And uh, last year, I moved five hours away from where I grew up. I mean, I lived a million places, but then went back to my hometown and became vice principal and started my real estate career. And then I moved five hours away. And one of my favorite things about Visalia is it's very business friendly. And there are so many entrepreneurs here and a lot of small business. And pretty much all of my friends are entrepreneurs. So when I do events and like when I'm buying out the baseball stadium for that single A like free baseball game again, then all the vendors there are like my friends and I get to support their businesses. So it's really amazing when your business and your blessings like can be paid forward and everyone around you benefits too. Like I see you guys always posting like someone's first check from like their first flip or their yeah. first deal. And that's so cool. So like it's a big deal to like your first flips and your first deal. So how long have each of you had your license? May 2017 for me. Wow, not long ago. No, that was uh and I was I went full time. Oh yeah, that's when I went full time. Yeah. So I had it right before that. I think mine was June, 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 2018. We're babies in the industry. Like we have not been in it very long at all. Yeah. And I got mine February of 2020. Love it. <laughs> so and you've sold over hundreds of homes. Yeah. Only like a hundred, but we <laughs> are all babies in the industry. So, okay. Were you guys doing, were you guys together when you both got your license? Like, have you been best? No, 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 no. So or what? No. So I got in the business a year before Jeremy and I started that. Uh, I'd only did 40 units my first year. So he crushed me. Uh, but 15 of those were wholesale because I was working wholesalers, old leads. I was just banging the phones. And then my second year, I decided to start a team and that was with an old business partner. Well, that team 
um, I had joined a, a, I had joined a new agent mastermind and I already knew that I, I was going to probably do more business than anybody else in the room. And I had a team. So I was going with the intention to prospect a room for agents. Uh, Jeremy, <laughs> I happened to be in that room. Jeremy was in that room. I, I laugh all the time because Jeremy was my hardest recruit. It took me so long to break his walls down to where he would ever let me in that he would like, he would have conversations with me, him and his mom would have conversations with me. And he'd be like, I know what you're fucking doing. I know what you're fucking doing. And I'm like, what am I doing? He goes, you're trying to recruit me. I'm like, nah, bro, I'm just trying to help. Like, I, I just want to give you whatever information I have so you can be successful, dude. And I, and I stayed that stance. And then finally, one day he comes to me. I don't remember what you said, but like, I don't know either. You were like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, what are you going to do? He's like, I'll join your team. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let's go, baby. <laughs> let's go. Uh, so then he was on my team for a year. And then after that year, uh, I saw, you know, a guy like Jeremy, you don't, you don't get to keep like he's too entrepreneurial. He has that mindset. Uh, he definitely was there to use me for my information to figure it out. And then he was going to go do his own thing and we'd become super close. And there's no way I could allow that to happen. And me and my other business partner just weren't clicking. We weren't, didn't have the same vision. Great, great friends, but didn't have the same vision. So that's when I decided to approach Jeremy and say, Hey, listen, what if we did this thing together? And then Jeremy said, I would love to <laughs> Matt, you're my idol. You are like the father <laughs> I had. No, the real story is I said, hey, I'm going to go start my own team. He said, no, we're going to sit down and talk about it. And yeah. So we met that night at Fox Cigar Bar, had cigars, and talked about what it could look like. And I pitched the shit out of him, and I closed his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's how it went. 2021? 2021. Yeah. And then it's been a rocket ever since. The truth, like I'm telling you, you cannot, you have to pick good partners. He has, him and his mother has, have totally uh, destroyed what we had before. Like it is, it is 150 times better uh, than what it was. And it's all because of them. You know, I wish I could take credit for it, but it's just, it was not possible. And it's given me the opportunity to uh, focus on the investment space really, really heavy. And, and that's blown up for us where we're buying more houses than ever. But uh, it's, it's because of him and his mom that this thing really runs. Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Mujistegi, and I'm interrupting myself to bring you this commercial break from one of our sponsors. And I know, I know you guys would much rather listen to the content and not the ads and not the sponsors, but this is one that I'm actually super, super excited with. You know, so many of the realtors that we interview on the show, they talk about how much systems are important and how much follow-up is important. And I'm really, really excited about our new sponsor. There's somebody I've been looking at for a long time. And when they reached out to me, I said, yes, we have to be able to do this deal. So that sponsor is Follow Up Bob. You know, on an interview last week with Agent Mark McGuire, I asked him what his favorite software and what his favorite system was. And he said it was Follow Up Boss. And then he went on for another three or four minutes to talk about why Follow Up Boss was the best CRM he uses. So there's a lot of superstars out, out there that use Follow Up Boss. Some of the stats they gave me, Robert Slack, 1.5 billion team in Florida, number one in the US. He uses Follow Up Boss to get a 400% ROI on its massive paid lead spend. Deborah Beagle, co-owner of the Ashton Group in Nashville, uses Follow Up Boss to guarantee the agents who join her team get two homes under contract in the first 90 days. That's a big guarantee for new agents. Barry Jenkins of the, your friends in real estate uses Follow Up Boss to automate everything so his team can produce 200 million on 25 hour work weeks. All right, so here's an offer. You guys are gonna get this special for being Real Estate Rockstars listeners. Now I've, I've used Follow Up Boss. We've actually used it in our non-real estate businesses 
as well because it's so good at being able to set timers, set automatic texting and emailing, and what do, what do you know, best name ever, follow-up. So here's what we got. For Real Estate Rockstars listeners, you get a 30-day free trial. That's normally 14 days. So in order to get this, you go followupboss.com forward slash rockstars. So again, followupboss.com, just like it sounds, forward slash rockstars. Go there, get your 30-day free trial and check it out, especially if you aren't using any systems or any CRMs yet. This will be a great one for you to start with. All right, everybody. Thanks again. Now back to our show. Yeah. I mean, the last 15 months, like I don't think we really expected to scale like we scaled and it's been pretty wild. It's been a fun ride. And it's been like, what's crazy is we scaled so quickly. We have a lot of infrastructure problems that we're discovering because we scaled so fucking fast. Like, (laughs) so now we're like, we got to pick up the pieces and try to figure it out. And so we can get bigger and bigger and bigger and make sure this boat runs smooth, you know, but. And those mistakes have cost us a ton of money. Oh yeah. Like ton of money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We we live money on fire for sure. (laughs) That's how I feel. Um, I mean, just, I was teaching full time still until June of 2020. So like, thank God the world shut down and we were all online because it allowed me to focus on my real estate instead. And, um, it just happened so fast. Like I thought I'm like, you know, sell, you know, houses that I flip. And I thought it'd be like maybe one a year. I just had no intention of making this my life. And I'm just so grateful that it actually happened because this life is about a billion times better than anything I ever imagined. And I just like scaled so fast. I have no systems, no organization, like my calendar's crap, which is why I had to reschedule you about 15 (laughs) times. And I am just like, oh my God, okay, it's a mastermind. I definitely want to learn more about the investment space and kind of getting away from having to show houses and write a thousand offers and dealing with all of that drama. And I just love to flip houses and it's really hard in this market because everybody can sell their house on market for a lot more, but, um, I, not every house is marketable. Yeah. 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 I would challenge, I would challenge that mindset. I think that's an agent mindset, not an investor mindset. Well, for sure. But both of my houses that, um, I bought right now were both on market, but I still feel like they are great deals. I mean, not great, but good deals. And they will be great ROI for me. Stephanie, but, can I ask you a question? Yeah. What do you think your fiduciary is? Mm. What do you mean? What's, a, what's our fiduciary duty to our clients? To our clients? Okay. Yeah. So I say it is to our, I mean, to integrity and to what's like best for everybody. If I double end a deal, which I feel like I'm really great at doing, um, I just am good at navigating like how to put things in perspective for both people. So um, if you mean like my duty to myself as a client, that works. <laughs> I just analyze the numbers and just so I think a big it. problem, and I, I bet there's a large majority of the audience who listen to this who are stuck in a realtor mindset, just like what Matt said, where like we think the fiduciary to our clients is getting them the most amount of money, right? And they're stuck on that idea when really our fiduciary is we got to do whatever is best for our client. 
And sometimes that is leaving money on the table, like Open Door and Zillow and OfferPad and all these other iBuyers have shown us leaving money on the table for terms is very, very doable and preferable for a lot of people. And so if we can come in with solutions that actually better serve our client, but they make less money like that, we are serving our fiduciary still. Right. And so I think a lot of agents, like I just talked to a dude last week at a giant meetup called Wholesale Sharks. He literally said that to me. He goes, Well, they're going to leave a lot of money on the table. I'm like, What? Like, why, why is that important? Right? Why are you stuck in that mindset where that is our responsibility is to net our sellers the most amount of money? We need to do whatever our sellers want us to do and execute that at a high level. And it's our responsibility as a high professional realtor to provide solutions, mm-hmm. to provide options for them. And so every listing appointment we go on, we go through at least four different options for them and say, which one best serves you? And then we can we run down that lane. Sometimes it is listing. Most times it is listing, right? Because most homes are marketable and they're gorgeous and they're pretty and they can get the most amount of money and that's what they want. But sometimes they're fucking hoarders or there's, there's shit all over the place. We walked a house like six months ago that was covered in bird shit. The entire house was covered in bird shit because <laughs> he just let his fucking parrot fly around and shit everywhere. It was crazy. Right? <laughs> but you can't disgusting. sell that on the MLS, right? Open door won't buy those. Zillow doesn't buy anymore. But the, those iBuyers, those hedge funds, they don't buy those properties. So where do they turn? They still need solutions. And we're going to be that solution, right? And we're going to do it at a much higher level than anyone else because we fucking care. That's cute. <laughs> That's cute. That's what I get. Is that what she said? <laughs> There was so much passion in that, and then she just said, "You're cute." I know. <laughs> Zoom call ended. <laughs> Zoom call ended. I hope I hope you're recording that just so I can cut that piece up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, Point is, don't get stuck in the highest. The highest offer is the best. Is your fiduciary getting the most of my money? Is not your fiduciary. dude. It's not. And um, I know I failed at answering your pop quiz, but. For real, that's why I usually get my buyer's offers accepted because I find out like what the seller wants. And sometimes like, okay, you're getting $5,000 less or probably like 10 or $20,000 less, but we'll close in three weeks and then give you a 29 day like free seller rent back. So they can have their money now and it alleviates the stress and they can focus on whatever their next chapter is. And a lot of clients will think like, Oh, I don't want them living in my house for free. Well, it's not going to be your house. Like you're not going to have a house if you're not letting someone live there for free. But lately I have had clients like 40,000 over asking 21 day close, 14 day close, seller rent back, appraisal gaps, waiving inspections, and we still don't get the freaking house. So for the first time, I think in two years, I feel like, well, dang, I'm running out of all my solutions. Yeah. And I'm like getting burnt out. If you're working five buyers right now, your life sucks. It's horrible right now. It's tough. Have you had any, uh, any, uh, have you lost any clients with rise of interest rates at all? Not yet. Not yet. I feel like I almost lost myself <laughs> as a client <laughs> with the interest rates and with um, all the new fees and things that are coming for people buying investment properties. But the return on investment is still there. And I um, watched your video today with your prediction about how buyers and sellers in the six to $800,000 range. Yeah. Will be, um, that's my prediction. We'll see. 
Yeah, I think. Can you tell that prediction? One more yeah, time? I didn't hear so, it. So, so I just said I, I think I have a prediction that home the shoppers that are that are looking between six and eight hundred range ish, uh, that inventory is going to go up quicker than most. Uh, because people who are looking to buy in that price range, they don't want to get the new rate. And so the house that they can afford is going to be super similar to the house that they already have because people shopping in that price point already are typically, they already have a house to sell. That's why they can afford a bigger price point. So they're just going to squat in what they have now. They're going to change their mind because they don't want to either make a, 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 a sideways, a horizontal move and do a house that's super similar and get a worse rate. And so I think that price range inventory there is going to go up quicker than anything either above that, because anyone above that's going to be a jumbo or they're going to be cash. And, uh, and then below that's obviously going to be like your first time buyer and they just want to have a house. So, I mean, in some cities, 600 is a median price. Yeah. Like Queen Creek's like 625 right now. Yeah. That's yeah, the only, like, that's so the only yeah. analytic I know about retail real estate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I had to throw it, throw it in there. Ah, oh, medium <laughs> price. <laughs> yeah, six to eight hundred is a really nice house in Visalia. Our uh, medium price is freaking skyrocketing. Like last year, you could have gotten. I mean, even let's start in twenty twenty. You could have gotten like a really nice starter home or even just a normal home. I hate when listing descriptions say great for investors or first time home buyers. Like what if I'm a poor third time home buyer? Or what if I just don't want to be house poor and like just want a regular house? I hate when listing agents put like their opinion yeah. of the house. Like you're just like, yeah, I know my listing's a dump, but you should just buy it because you have no other choice. So we use that as uh so we search that especially fields. So we use a special field search and we look for great for investors. Um, and those are the houses that we write offers on to pay cash for. Okay. So maybe those listing agents know what they're doing. No, no, no. I, I love, but no, I like that they put that because when I search it up, now I got 15 in the MLS that I can go have my people comp and then we can write offers on those. Um, and you know, out of 10 offers, we might buy one. And so, our MLS just announced something yesterday where uh, starting in November, we aren't allowed to use certain phrases in the public remarks anymore. So, so I hope mom stopped the card. So, <laughs> so attention investors is one of them. Oh gosh. Cash buyer preferred is another one. Eight hour home sale is another one. That sucks. As yeah. is, there are certain things that, they're, that we're not allowed to put in the public. But homes are as is like, I mean, technically they're so as just, is yeah. no matter what. So they made us stop putting that on contracts. We have to write, uh, what did he say? Condition, mm -hmm. uh, current condition. Yeah. Current property condition or something like that. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. We can't write as yeah. is anymore for our brokerage. Hmm. Interesting. What about, um, how long do we get to talk on uh, when we go in May? How long like should we 20 pay? to 30 minutes. Oh, okay. Should a little banger. Yeah. Quick. Cool. And if we go late, it's fine. Jeremy's fault. It's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm still thinking that I want us to have like at bat songs. I want mm. all of us to like walk on stage mm -hmm. with the song. And I want the whole vibe to just be like super fun, even though oh, I feel yeah. like I'm an extroverted introvert. And um, if I was like planning a party at my house or something, I would not probably think it through this much, but like I have a whole playlist of what I like all the songs that'll play when everyone's like trickling in mm -hmm. in the morning and at lunchtime. 
And I've thoroughly analyzed all of this, which I shouldn't admit, because if it sucks, then I won't have the excuse of like, oh, yeah, I just I just threw it together. together. But then if it's awesome, you'd be like, I've been planning this. I put a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No risk, no reward. Jeremy's gonna ride up on stage on my back. We're gonna, I'm gonna carry him on my back. It's gonna I mean, I'd expect nothing less. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with boots and spurs, kicking you in. The- <laughs> no, no, no boots and spurs. <laughs> but like, we need songs. We need fun. Like, I don't know. I just um, am really looking forward to the charcuterie board, and I can't wait to eat like salami and cheese. And we should, we should go up to Wrecking Ball. By my I came in like a wrecking ball. I I'm never in. knew. <laughs> you got to come in like the music video. When yeah. yeah. Fucking, <laughs> hanging onto the wrecking ball. We could probably make that happen. Okay. That's on you, Stephanie. <laughs> when I'll, I'll call Wilco right now. So I chose that venue also because of our huge flexibility. Like we have full reign over the whole place. They have a cute little podcast booth. Not cute in a demeaning way. But like, wait. Really when you said it to me, was it in a demeaning way? Yes. Like, like fifteen no, minutes. No, no. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. Don't lie to him. Double check, Stephanie. Don't lie to him. I will have to see when you guys replay that over and over. We'll see how demeaning it sounds like <laughs> on repeat. Oh, it's going to Wyatt as soon as I get the copy. It, it, hurt, it hurt my heart. It hurt my heart. I'm so sorry. Well, um, yeah, it's just a very awesome spot. Like we'll be outside, inside. My whole goal was to cater to the like most ADD, bored, difficult to entertain person ever. That's yes, us. myself. Yeah, that's <laughs> like me. what? Like I need signs on the street and big banners to tell me like exactly where to go so I don't feel frantic looking for the spot. I need to be able to get fresh air. I need to be able to have like a drink or coffee whenever I want. Like, I love charcuterie boards, so I have to have that. And I don't want to be hungry. I don't want to be thirsty. I don't want to get sick of hearing people on stage. I don't want to get sick of having, like, attention on me at a small group setting. I don't want to be doing one-on-one coaching for too long. So I think that Aaron and I have been very intentional, intentional, not intentional, <laughs> intentional about making this appeal to like anyone who just wants to come like learn and give and leave being able to dominate. And I think the confidence is all most people need. Like I think the people who bought their ticket, paid for the plane ticket, arranged, you know, childcare for those two days, the people who are going to be there are the ones who are already 10 steps ahead of everybody else making excuses on why they can't go. 100%. I agree. That's cute. <laughs> cute. That's cute. cute. Yeah, I was like, I deserve that. <laughs> That's cute. But it will be so fun and I can't wait. Like we're going to have you know, the stage and then the tables and food and drinks and cocktails and yard games. Like we I'm excited games. to hear the other people speak too. We got some bangers coming. That's gonna, yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be so fun. And having, so David Osborne and Hal Elrod are going to be kind of like our bookend speakers and 
like super motivational. And then the rest of us are just people who have been guests on real estate rock stars mm. and everybody. Our goal there. is to beat them. Yeah. Always. Our goal We're is very to, competitive. Our goal is to be the best. Yeah. Well, I feel like. I know that's a tall order. <laughs> that's, that's cute, man. That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> that's cute. No, you guys might be the best. Like, I'm so stoked to see uh, everybody. Like, everybody yeah. there. I feel like, I don't know, this is my dreams coming true. You guys will be seeing, like, the peak of my life. Like, better than my wedding day. <laughs> oh, better than. Shit. When I sold my first flip and made 60 grand pure profit, like better than everything in the world is going to be this mastermind. So, so cool. Oh, I'm excited. Wait. It's going to be, it's going to be super fun. We're stoked to be part of it. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. Well, thank you. What do you um, hope to get out of the mastermind? Like, do you think anyone could teach you anything? Oh my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> We're going to be the dumbest ones there. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. We just might have the most energy. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to show up like we know what we're doing, but we're really there in the background taking notes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, we can learn anything from anybody. Like, I don't care if they're brand new, 15 years experience, three years of experience. Like, we are 100% believers in being in the right rooms. And, and we feel like this room is one of those rooms. We're hoping to leave with a tablet full of notes uh, that we can come back and implement something that's going to increase revenue or increase. I mean, it maybe even increases just the, the way we live our life. Like, it doesn't always have to be monetarily. Like, maybe we learn how to enjoy the journey a little bit more. Or maybe we learn how to be a better person as a whole. Maybe, maybe I lose, I learn how to lose five pounds. Like, I don't know. You, you have no clue what you're going to learn. So you just got to go open, uh, take as many notes as we can. What we do, what we, we have a ton of fun with this. So we'll go to one of these things. We both take notes. Anybody that goes with us, it doesn't matter if it's an agent, uh, if it's a man, member of management, whoever's coming at the end of that night, or as soon as we get back, we unload. We all bring our takeaways. We sit in a room and then we pick our big rocks for the next 90 days. So these are the things that, that kind of catalyst us into it. it you, we can trace back the things that we've implemented in our business from plugging into stuff like this. Like we went to coach Michael Burt. We did a three day out there. We, we, we brought back the events like in our events have changed our business. Uh, we've gone to masterminds with Templeton Walker and Steve Valentine changed our business. We've, we've been in, in just doing podcasts, uh, come back, implement something in team growth, changed our business. So these things, like I, we don't take them lightly. We're very purposeful with it. We just, we might be, we might act like we're crazy and insane, but we're there with the, with an absolute Absolutely intentional to bring something away from it, implement it in our lives and either create revenue or, or space in our world. I think it's important, like you get nuggets, right? Like I'm a big believer in nuggets. And so even if like there's a speaker who and they, and they, and they, uh, they focus on fix and flips and we're like, oh, we do, we do that too. We're going to do 60 this year, whatever, like hundred, they, hundred. uh, <laughs> Like there's still something that they're going to say that we're going to go, oh, fuck, like yeah. we, we should try that, right? Or we should do that, right? Even if it's for 10 seconds in a one-hour seminar, right? But it's a nugget that we can now put in our arsenal that we can go and try to implement or we can implement or we can give it to our team, like whatever it is. And so like continuing to plug into people, even if they're in the same track or same lane as you, like you want to pull nuggets, right? If it's about social media, if it's about prospecting, if it's about team growth, if it's about scaling, if it's about generating money, like whatever it is, like like get those nuggets. Like our team is built on fucking nuggets. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> chicken nuggets. <laughs> we got the 50 count chicken nuggets. Do you, are you a big reader? Seven, do you read a lot? I listen to audio books a lot. Yeah, same. So what I tell everybody, so we spend anywhere from, you know, $10 on audible to, you know, 40 bucks. Right. And what I tell everybody is, is so you spend, 
spent 40 bucks on a book. It's not the $40 that you spent. It's the, it's the million dollar idea out of the book that you're looking for. So if you're intentional about it and you, you spent 40 to find something that can generate revenue in your life or to give you quality of life, the $40 was well spent. And even if you're doing a book a week, so let's say you spent 10 grand on books, but the $10,000 on books that you spent or $10,000 on going to events or $20,000 or masterminds, like whatever you spend, you're looking for the idea that can create something great in your life, man. There's not a better thing to spend money on than yourself. I, I truly believe that. Like we probably spend 50 grand a year on events, self-development, books, pod, you know, we spend a ton of money on the stuff because we're big believers in it. Because as soon as we stop growing, our business stops growing. That's so cliche, but you guys understand. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. says that. But you guys get it. You guys get it. But also like the relationship. So like, like we're dabbling with stuff, doing stuff in El Paso, right? Mm -hmm. So the first person I hit up is Aaron. And I'm like, yeah. hey, do you like, do you do shit in El Paso? And he goes, I got shit all over the state, dude. And so yeah. like, if we dive into that, like, like who knows, right? We go to that event. We're going to plug into people all over the country. We might have an opportunity in fucking Georgia. And we might meet someone in Georgia at that event and we can monetize it, make a hundred grand or whatever. Like, is it worth a thousand dollar ticket to go to a real estate rockstar event? Right? I, like, I it's paid, well worth it at that point. I paid 400 bucks to go to a mastermind with Kevin and Fred uh, 60 days ago. In that room, I found a connection of realty.com. Realty.com is costing us 15 grand a month for lead gen. We're spending that. We locked up our first cash deal on that. Uh, we bought a house in North Scottsdale, 2.1 acres for 850,000 ARV on its 1.6 to 1.8. We're probably going to wholesale it between 1.1 and 1.2. We're going to make 300 grand from a $400 ticket. That's so dope. That's awesome. Yeah. I listened to that interview that you guys did with them too. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. so fun. That was a shit show interview. That was like it, it really forth. was. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was like so much back and forth because we, we have so much history together with those guys. So it just it was just like a bullshit session. Kevin and Fred? Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. So fun. Well, thank you guys so much for taking time out of your super busy schedule to talk to me today and to make us all super excited for the mastermind may 18th and 19th in austin there's only a few weeks left to buy tickets so hopefully we get a few more people to join us and it'll be like a pretty intimate small scale experience and like everyone's just going to be eating and drinking and getting full of knowledge for two whole days i think it'll be like the best two days ever it's gonna be a blast i'm, We're pumped. Excited. I'm pumped thanks for having us yeah, thank you. Go sign All right, up. rock stars, that's Matt and Jeremy. Have a super awesome day. All right, real estate rock stars, this is Aaron Muchastegui jumping in again to thank you for listening to the show. Hopefully, you guys loved listening to that one. And I want to make sure that you know about all of the extra resources that we have. And also, we need your help. They say podcasts are free. You get to listen to podcasts for free. But what is the cost of that podcast? I would say if I could beg you to pay anything for that podcast, I would say the cost of the podcast is going and giving a review. So whether you download it on Google or Apple or YouTube or anywhere else, please go give us a review. Say what you liked, what you didn't like. It helps us get better guests. The more reviews, the higher we get in the rate rankings. Right now, we are the biggest podcast out there for real estate agents and we want to keep that spot because we know there's lots of podcasts out there so go give us a review also be sure to go to hybendigital.com if you liked any of the resources that those real estate agents talked about we've got a huge video vault of those resources for free every penny that comes on the podcast that we interview they give us something that helps them get their deals or helps them work with their clients and we put that in the toolbox in our vault for you 
So go to hybendigital.com and you can get it. If you're looking for real estate education, go to rebusuniversity.com. We have all sorts of courses in there to help agents succeed in real estate. How to get the listing, how to negotiate deals, you know, how to become an investor, all sorts of different stuff, rebusuniversity.com. And if you want to chat with me, go find me on Instagram. If you come find me on Instagram, you can send me messages. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. We try to put a bunch of content out there too. You can find me in two different places. It's at rerockstars.com for our Real Estate Rockstars page or at erinamuchastegui.com for my personal Instagram page where I can chat with you about all sorts of different things. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.